you deserve to live life with confidence. We're your hosts, Brooke Brewer and Danny Mullen here from Raw Fitness. Confidently Flawed is a podcast dedicated to bringing you the secret sauce and helping you look good and feel even better. What's holding you back from being the most confident you? What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Confidently Flawed. It's your host, Brooke and Danny, and we are back for another episode. And we are going to talk about combating cravings when it comes to just cravings in general and even sugar cravings and just pitfalls that you run into with these types of cravings. You know, we know that summer's here and with summer comes a lot of parties, comes a lot of sweets, maybe some sugary alcoholic beverages. And that tends to spiral out of control to where we have cravings that you wouldn't believe. And so we want to do have an episode to give you just a few tips on how to combat those cravings, how to manage them and how to not let them control your life. Danny, what's your thoughts on cravings and sugar cravings in general? So I got a stat for you, Brooke. Did you know that 90% of the world's population actually experiences some level of food cravings? And actually, most people experience them kind of differently. I, I, you know, as we were, we were talking about this podcast, I was kind of going through some notes that I had and everything there. And I thought that was fascinating that that many people, I know it's something I hear a lot and I've talked to a lot of people or, or help them with when it comes to cravings, but like to hear that nine out of 10 people like suffer from some level of craving and, and I, I'm sure you can get like what craving is, but it's essentially like a strong desire for like sugary foods, sometimes salty foods or fatty foods. That's kind of like almost seems uncontrollable, um, you know, and, and leaves you like kind of just unsatisfied. Right. So it's, it's, it's pretty unique that so many people struggle with this. So I, I think, I definitely think it's a, a great topic of a conversation to have. And it's, it's like I said, it's something I've worked with so many different people on when it comes to overcoming these cravings. And we actually created this, this overcoming and we call it crushing your cravings guide. We'll link it in the show notes here and in our blog posts, but it's, it's a really cool tool to kind of help overcome some of these, you know, they, they studies say that like men tend to gravitate a little bit more, crave a little bit more like savory foods, like meat and fish and eggs and things like that. And they, they do a lot of men still crave sweets. I'm, I'm a, I have a huge sweet tooth. Um, that's something I think just because of kind of my, my upbringing and things like that, I ate a lot of sugar when I was younger. Um, but women tend to be the ones that crave a little bit more sweet foods. Um, again, it's not always black and white like that. Um, but the chocolates, the cakes, the ice creams, things like that, you know, so it's, it's, it's just so funny to me that, you know, so many people struggle with cravings. And I know we talked about this in, in one of our past episodes, we'll, we'll link that one in as well, but like why, why we have some of the cravings, what I would like to do today, Brooke, is maybe dive into a little bit of like, what can we do to kind of beat some of these cravings when it comes to all, all these different cravings and, and things that people are having? That's a crazy statistic. About nine out of 10 people have a craving. I mean, <laughs> I crave guacamole all the time. So <laughs> I guess I fall into that category. But, you know, I think that we, we did. And as Danny shared, we did an episode all on emotional eating and stress eating. And so I don't want to hit that one too hard, but I do think there is so much to say about stress and your cravings. So if you find yourself struggling with cravings because of stress, I encourage you to go back and listen to that episode. I don't want to waste any more of your guys's time. Not that we're wasting your time, but we want to give you guys some good information in this episode aside from stress. So 
you know, two weeks ago, we talked about sleep and I want to bring that one up because I find myself, and I know there's a lot of science behind it when it comes to our hormones. And we've been talking a lot about this. And there's a reason why we're tying these all together because they're very related. I, I truly feel that if we aren't getting enough sleep, we aren't resting our body enough. And a lot of that has to do with our, or why we have cravings. You know, we get cravings because we're tired because our body can't function. And if you think about how the body works, the body is incredible. You know, our brain is thinking, we're moving, we're, we're doing so many things subconsciously, we're breathing, we're, you know, we're working out, we're physically active, we're thinking, I mean, I could go on and on and on about all the different things that we experience and that exhausts our body. So if we're tired and that body can't function properly, it's going to crave things. Yes. A lot of the times you're going to crave sugar because sugar in a very quick source is energy, but you could also crave other things. I find that very fascinating that you said, Danny, men crave more, you know, meats and, and salty foods where women are more sugary foods. And I could definitely agree with that. Most women I know are definitely more of a sweets craving. I don't know why I, I guess I got lucky for not ever craving chocolates. I just crave chips and guac all the time, but Anyways, what I'm trying to say is I would say one of my biggest suggestions with combating those cravings is to make sure that you are getting sleep. Another thing that I would definitely say is hydration. If you are hydrating yourself and you are drinking enough water, you will actually be able to beat those cravings. You know, a simple, simple lesson that I was taught when I was younger is when your stomach growls, or if you feel like you're hungry, have a glass of water walk away, give yourself 20 minutes. And if you are still hungry after drinking that glass of water and after walking away, then you can eat, then you can eat those cravings. But I think a lot of our cravings come from us being dehydrated, especially if you are drinking sugary drinks or lots of coffee or, you know, iced teas or sodas that are loaded with sugar that will not only dehydrate you, but that's going to add to your cravings. So I would say my biggest two, when it comes to combating those cravings would be getting enough sleep and hydrating. How about you, Danny? What's your thoughts? Yeah, I think, I think those, the, the two that you mentioned are, are pretty powerful, right? When we lack sleep or we don't sleep well, we're going to crave, we're, we're going to crave quick energy. Our body knows that we're going to get, you know, very quick and simple energy that I can and utilize when it comes to sugar and then stress, like we're going to increase our cortisol hormones or stress hormones, which always increases your, your appetite and craving. So, uh, just, just kind of, I think those two are definitely probably two of the biggest, um, I would, I would kind of touch on two things nutritionally. I've, I've, I've kind of hammered this one home quite a bit lately when we talk about hormones with blood sugar regulation and, and just really like the aspect of, dieting. So I got two points to this. So the first one is the dieting train, right? Like avoiding all sugar at all costs every single time or, or whatever the, the craving is that you're having. The, the psychology of that is, is, you know, we, we've probably have all seen it, right? We want more of what we can't have. So like, it's, we're, it's just going to end up causing more harm than good. And we're probably going to binge or we're probably going to eventually give in. And then we're, we're going to, you know, backtrack and, and end up in a worse situation than we were at the beginning. So instead of like always avoiding sugar or chips and guac, right? Like just have more different standards for it. Like, all right, I'm going to be good during the week, but maybe on the weekends, I'm going to allow myself to have a little bit of it, right? Like maybe it's maybe have some level of standard instead of just, just simply avoiding it. Like one of the things we do with our nutrition program sometimes is 
you know, we might say like, all right, let's, let's be on top of it during the week. But then we might say like, let's have a higher carb dinner or higher carb day on the weekend where you can have a little bit of some of these treats and things that you generally try to avoid because it's also going to help you during the week to stay stronger, stay more motivated. Cause you know, later it's good. Like later in the day or later in the week, what have you, you're going to have that opportunity to have it. You're not completely avoiding it. So kind of moving away from like the super, super restrictive diets and, and having just different standards when it comes to allowing yourself to do some of these is going to help. But then secondly, on the other side of dieting is just kind of really pay attention to it. If you, if you have carbohydrate heavy foods, uh, without any protein or fiber, you're generally going to dip your blood sugar and you're going to want to crave more of that. Secondly, is if you have the same type of foods all the time, uh, I mentioned this a, a couple of weeks ago in, in our, one of our latest episodes, but your, your, your liver, your end, you're going to create enzymes to digest that food and break it down. So if you're consistently having sugary foods or salty foods, your body's going to start to adapt and start to get ahead of schedule and start to create those enzymes for you expecting that they're going to happen, which is going to result in your body to crave those foods, you know? So I think looking at the two things, like don't be super restrictive and set different standards that allows you some flexibility. So you're, you're not going to go crazy with it. Um, but also on the other end, look at what you are doing on a consistent basis. Make sure you're eating regularly every three to four hours. Once you have your first meal, you're getting protein and fiber at all of those meals to keep blood sugar stable. Cause then you're not going to have as much cravings. And then secondly, just kind of in line with that is make sure you don't have carbohydrates by themselves and you, you kind of monitor if you're having like those sugary, sweet, salty foods, because you're going to kind of crave some of those, some of those things because your, your body's going to create the enzymes for those. So I, I would say those are definitely some of the, uh, you know, if, if we broke that down, like the four biggest culprits, if you will, when it comes to like lack of sleep, stress, being too restrictive with your diet, or just, you know, some of those dietary uh, pitfalls that we might have that are probably leading to most people's, you know, craving. So what, what, what are some of the things I, I kind of mentioned a couple, you kind of mentioned a couple Brooke, but like, are there, is there anything specific on things that you you'd recommend for somebody if they are craving foods? I know you mentioned the water and things like that, but. So I, you, you made me think of something that was very interesting and in the sense of limiting yourself or setting boundaries, you know, you made the comment of maybe not during the week, but on the weekend, if you're having those cravings. And so I first want to share is we don't have, we should never deprive ourselves of things. I mean, we can sit here all the time and tell you to combat those cravings and that, you know, work through those cravings, but like, I'll be real and honest with you guys. Like we still have to enjoy life. If you enjoy something, you can still enjoy it. But I would say a suggestion I have is find maybe a little bit more healthy of an alternative. I talk about chips and guac all the time, but I want to share with you guys. So I used to be just standard guacamole and just normal chips that you get. And I actually get very bad um, digestion issues when I eat regular chips. I think it's just the corn that my stomach can't digest and it's probably TMI. But when I eat chips, I can't stop burping. It's like these big belches of burps. And so it became a miserable kind of not, not that it was totally miserable because of course I'm enjoying the guac, but it was, it was uncomfortable when I'd finish. And then that makes you, you know, mentally you're, you're starting to stress. And then you go into this binging uh, mindset because you're, you feel guilty and, and the whole nine. Right. But 
what I did is I found a chip that actually digests well. I don't have issues with it. It's basically like I'm chewing on air. I've, I've shared it on my grocery hauls many times, but it's grain free. It's it's seed oil free. It's basically just made with avocado oil and it's so tasty. And I find that that alternative has helped me. And so I share that experience because I want to encourage you do not get mad at yourself if you have cravings or don't totally just say, oh, you're failing if you have cravings all the time and you can't handle them. Maybe first start with just finding moderations. If you crave chocolate, maybe rather than going for your milk chocolate that is much more dairy filled and much more calorie um, or having a much high caloric intake, maybe try doing dark chocolate, what actually does have more health benefits for you, you know, some good magnesium content. So going from milk chocolate to dark chocolate, you're not depriving yourself of those cravings, but you're just changing a little bit more of the nutritional value of what you're eating. And I think that that's a great place to start. You know, we start there, we try to find the better moderations, and then you'll find yourself actually craving that thing less and less. And then, you know, pretty soon, hopefully you're not having that craving that often. And if you do get that craving, that's okay too. We're here to help you try to limit it, but also to tell you that you don't need to deprive yourself. So I would say another big suggestion that I would have is to find a better alternative of whatever it is that you're craving and start there. So I got, I, yeah, I love those broken. I got a couple other ones too, because it kind of made me think of some of these, you know, and, and when you do the dark chocolate, um, that used to be actually my go-to treat, um, as I used to started getting into dark chocolate. Well, at first it was cashews and M&Ms cause I thought that was super healthy, but this was way back in the day when I, when I ate peanut butter and jelly, cause I, I thought it was the healthiest meal I could have. But, uh, you know, and when, when you're looking at dark chocolate, like look at like 70 to 80% or above, um, you know, dark cacao, um, is, is generally recommended a couple other things that, that you could, you could possibly do. We mentioned it a while back, Brooke, you kind of took me by surprise, but, but applesauce, right? Like you mentioned applesauce the one time that you're having a craving for it or whatever, for whatever reason. And, you know, it's, um, that's something that you could substitute from times. Now you got to be a little careful. Sometimes they add a lot of sugar, but if you get one that has more just the natural sugar from the, from the apples, you're, you're also going to get some fiber, some vitamin C, some antioxidants, some other nutrients. And that's that, that, that kind of leads me to some of the issues that, that we do have with it is a lot of times we have cravings is we're eating a lot of processed food that don't have some of those other things like fiber and vitamins and minerals and antioxidants and enzymes that normally sweet things in nature like fruit have. So we're going to crave more of them because we're waiting for the next bite to have some of those. So our body will say like, well, these chips or these, these cookies or whatever, I didn't get the vitamins that I thought would come with this sugar. So I'm just going to crave more because maybe it's in the next bite or the next bite or the next bite. So that's something to kind of think about if you're having a lot of cravings is, are you eating a lot of processed foods? Um, Cause that might be something you can look at. Another thing is, you know, if you're, you're craving like some of these sweet things is kind of make your own homemade, like smoothie or ice cream, like blend like fruits with like a protein powder or cottage cheese or something like that. Uh, mix it up and then put it in the freezer. And now you have, you know, for a couple hours and now you have like a healthy version of an ice cream, right? More protein source. So you're, you're going to get better nutrients. You're, you you can eat less of it, be more satiated that way. I think some other things, if you're craving some like salty things, um, like popcorn is popcorn the best? No, but it, it could be better than some other things. Hummus, hummus was, is, has some, some good nutritional value, especially if you eat it with some veggies, um, edamame and nuts. Now I'm not a big fan of soy, but 
Um, it's, it's going to be better than, than some aspects of things. Um, especially if you do organic version of it, um, and you're going to get healthy fats and proteins, you're not going to need to eat as much. And one of my favorite actually is roasted chickpeas. It's a very quick, easy, easy way that you can get kind of that crunch, if you will, lots of nutritional value, lots of protein, lots of fiber, lots of vitamins and minerals. So like, those are some other good ones, like put a little bit of olive oil on it, maybe some paprika, garlic powder, different things there, but there, there's a lot of different options that you can kind of make that fun, you know, and, and that's, those are some other avoidance things that, that I think could be helpful. Um, I do have kind of like five other tips I think that would help for reducing cravings. One of them you, you kind of already mentioned actually is, is just drink a lot of water throughout the day. Uh, I don't have the exact study, but I want to say it was up to 50%. Don't quote me on it, but, um, somewhere around that, that like 50% of people that have those hunger pains, like you mentioned earlier are actually dehydration. Uh, it, it feels the same in the body. So you very well could just be thirsty and, and dehydrated as opposed to actually craving water or craving sweets and things like that. Um, I, I mentioned this one as well. Make sure you get an adamant amount of protein, even if you're vegan vegetarian, things like that, like figure out ways, creative ways that you can get enough protein. Cause that's going to, it's going to help suppress your hunger and reduce ghrelin, which is like the hormone related to appetite. Um, and you know, especially if you kind of start your day with, with a little bit higher protein, uh, avoid shopping when you're hungry, right? That's always a big one that we hear, you know, cause the, you know, just the psychology of how stores do it and how these brands do it is they want those very quick, simple, convenient foods at like eye level where you see them. So if you're even a little bit hungry, you're probably going to give into those, uh, brush your teeth. You know, a lot of studies have shown, like when you brush your teeth, you're not really going to want to eat after it doesn't taste as good. You're not going to be as, you know, willingness to, you know, kind of, chow down on, on something like that. And then chew gum. If you chew gum for like 40 to 45 minutes, like it, it will vastly suppress your, your kind of appetite and, and, or in cravings and things like that. So those are kind of some other things that I think you can kind of take away and, and start to implement today. Um, if you're struggling with these, these cravings there. So a lot of stuff we've given you today, guys, uh, hopefully you found one, at least that was valuable. Brooke, if you were going to break it down to that one thing, what, what would you say in terms of uh, cravings are a, a big one for people to focus on. So much good stuff there. Wow. How do I pick one? I would say, honestly, I would think my biggest thing is don't completely run away from those cravings and try to avoid them. Act, just try to moderate them and try to be honest with yourself and find better alternatives. I know I find with cravings, if sometimes I try so hard to not enjoy those cravings and eventually you break down and you binge and then you eat it and eat it and eat it and eat it. And then you become so addicted that it's like you restart this cycle. I find if I allow things in my life in a moderation and maybe with a little bit more healthier alternatives, like Danny shared so many good, healthy alternatives of food, including that applesauce <laughs> that I don't know why I was randomly craving, but, um, you know, I think that if you can have different moderations, I think that's your best way to be successful with combating those cravings. Cause you'll find that as you do it in moderation, you're going to crave it less and less versus if you have it all the time. So I would say that's for me. How about you, Danny? What would you say is your one thing? I think a good one that you started down the, the train with it was, was just finding good alternatives. And, and the reason I say that is you're not completely depriving. You're, you're trying to make healthy choices you're, you're taking the, the ownership of like, I'm going to, I'm going to take action on making better decisions. And that's going to lead to a lot of other benefits in your life, because now you're, you're consciously thinking about what you can do to live a healthier lifestyle. And that's only going to trickle into many other situations where you're going to do the same thing, which 
that's going to have a huge snowball effect. So I think, you know, finding it, you know, if you, if you struggle with anything specific, like finding what is a little bit better alternative and slowly, like slowly weaning off the, the old alternative and, and going to the new alternative. And that, that also kind of, uh, that ties into the emotional factor of things, because one, one habit that we've used with a lot of people at raw is, is the distraction method. So every time a happens, you know, a stressful situation, for instance, I always go to B, I always go to the kitchen and grab chips, right. Or whatever it is, what this, what this alternative or substitution thing will do, or, or you can do something like I'm going to walk around the block or it can be anything. It doesn't have to be an alternative to the food is you can, you can interrupt that thought pattern of like stressful situation. I'm going to go to the frozen blueberries as opposed to the, the bag of candy or whatever, right? It's interrupting that habitual pattern. So eventually you'll reconnect and rewire your brain to, you know, the first instinct will be to go to the blueberries as opposed to the candy. Um, now, obviously there's probably even better ways that you can do it, but that's, that's that first start at least for, you know, making this a, a sustainable lifestyle and, and overcoming those cravings. I love it. So lots of good stuff here today, guys. I hope you got a lot from this episode, combating those sugar cravings and those just pitfalls that you might have with any cravings in general. So we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Please share it with anyone that you might feel would benefit from it. Throw us that rating and review. If you share it on Instagram, feel free to tag us in either our Made at Raw Fitness page or our Raw Fit Shelby page. We'll include all the links, including that downloadable combating sugar cravings link in the show notes. And next week, we have a good conversation about travel workouts and travel eating. We've got 4th of July coming. It's summer. We know a lot of people go up north and go on vacations. And we've been getting so many questions of how can you handle traveling while still sticking with your goals? So it's going to be a good one next week, you guys. Be sure to tune in every Tuesday at 2 p.m. with Confidently Flawed, your host, Brooke and Danny. We'll see you guys next week. 